Um, you know, what a what a great way to, to, to find a way to win today. I thought the crowd was awesome. You know, for not having students in session, I thought the crowd really was great today and really helped us uh, when we needed it down the stretch. And um, they're a tough cover. I mean, it was no secret. I mean, they're a great three-point shooting team. I thought, you know, early in the game, we left them open and they made us pay. And once that basket starts looking big, you know, now they make contested ones, you know. And, and to their credit, that's what they do. Uh, um and, you know, you got to give them a lot of credit for the way that they played. But our kids kept fighting. Every time we looked like we might kind of get over the hump, they came back and made another play. We just couldn't, you know, end defensive possessions. But like our guys do, man, they showed a ton of character and heart. I don't know what the run was, if it was 24 to 9 or whatever to, to finish the game. I prefer not to do it that way, but you take wins are hard, so you take them any way you can get them. I think our bench was awesome. You know, we talked about midway through the, you know, the first, the second half, I'm sorry, had started, and I didn't think our energy was where we needed to be, and I'm like, let's go to our bench. And I thought Chandler Jacobs was phenomenal. I thought he really got involved, and we put him on Bodie Hume. I thought his defense was terrific. Um, I thought Jalen Lake was great coming off the bench. Obviously, John Tanjay was terrific with the way he made huge shots. Um, Isaiah Rivera took a huge charge for us. I mean, we needed every stop we could get, and um, somehow our guys found a way to win, and uh, it's a great win. All right, guys, welcome to part two of Saturday's DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up is creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. It's just a crazy process, especially out in Colorado. And that's why you want to get hooked up with my friends, Mike and Virginia Chevalier. They're going to take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress and just, you know, take some of that worry off your plate. They have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you're a little more old school, looking for a little bit more of a personal conversation, Give Virginia a ring at 303-257-6578 or call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. Or again, you can always visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. Obviously, we open with Nico Medved in his press conference. Big time win for CSU men's basketball on Saturday. They come storming back to take down Northern Colorado. Really impressive comeback for the Rams in this one. They end up winning it 88-79 to in the end. But this was Northern Colorado. They made them work for it. I mean, this wasn't an instance where the small school came in and kind of laid down. The Bears led for just under 28 minutes of time in this one. Definitely had CSU sweating it out. Jumped out to a 10-point lead at one point in that second half. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, this is this feels a lot like Creighton where the Rams just couldn't miss. Northern Colorado could not miss from deep in this one. 26 of 56, they finish or excuse me, that was their field goal percentage, finished 46% from the floor. But from three-point range, they were 18 of 37, 48.6%. They were well above 50% for the vast majority of the game, above 60% at certain points of it. I mean, they were they were on fire. Bodie Hume, he led the way for UNC in this one, led all scores in the game with 30 points, 10 of 17 from the floor, 9 of 14 from three. He was 8 of 11 from deep at one point in that game, so he kind of cooled off down the stretch. 
fatigue definitely played a factor. I think I think depth in general was just kind of a a big turning point in this game, or it was kind of the the ultimate difference, I guess I should say. Because Daitlin Koontz, you know, he played really good for Northern Colorado. I already mentioned Hume. They got good production at a Drew Cookshausen. I can't pronounce his last name very well. Um, I'm sure I just butchered that. Anyways, they were really, really good. And CSU, they, they were able to just kind of weather it out, you know, ride the storm. They got 14 first half points out of John Tanjay and Jalen Lake. The bench was so good in this one. Really, really strong showing of depth. Really good performance from the rotation. Deshaun Thomas had 13 points in the first half. I felt like his ability to stretch the floor and make some timely shots was big. I think without him and without that crucial production that you got from Jalen Lake and John Tanjay early in that first half, this one could have gotten ugly in a hurry. I mean, especially with the way that UNC was just shooting lights out. Every every time the Rams, you know, kind of came back with something, UNC would just drain one from deep and it was really really deflating but I I just felt like it was a perseverant effort from CSU and we saw down the stretch them buckle defensively you know they were getting killed with with screens at the top of the key in this one UNC doing a good job of creating open opportunities for their shooters I mean this is a team that's built to play the way they played on Saturday and I think really for the first time this entire season UNC played up to its potential because you know, I, I wrote in my postgame piece coming into the year, I I talked about Northern Colorado as a sleeper in the big sky. You know, I just, I really like the talent they have on this, that roster. That's when it's all said and done, that's going to be one of the best three-point shooting teams in the entire country. And I just think, you know, at the end of the season, when it's all said and done, and I'm going to play some audio from this later because I asked Nico Medved about this, I think people are going to view this as a more impressive win than they do. You know, I got some tweets on Saturday being like, man, that was embarrassing. Like should have wa- wiped the floor with UNC. No, UNC is a good team. It's, it's not football guys. It's not the disparity between programs. Isn't that significant. It's a game you should win. And it's really important that CSU did pull it out, especially just for their metrics and all that. But that's a challenging game. And I can tell you for a fact that, really since this off season, it's, it's been a game that was, you know, a little bit worrying to the coaches. It was a matchup that they wanted to see how CSU was able to handle and the Rams as they have in, in each of their first seven games this season, they made it work. <laughs> and, you know, obviously like they have a ton of talent and I could talk about David Roddy and Isaiah Stevens and all these guys all day. And I will, I mean, it's fun, but the thing about this team is just, one, the depth, obviously they can go one through 10 and, and that played such a big factor in this one. When you get this type of production out of your out of your rotation, I mean, 39 points off the bench versus 14 for UNC, that's a 25 point difference. That's massive. That is massive. But what I especially love about this group is that you can't shake them. They play with this calmness that's just, it's really, it's rare obviously, but it's so impressive. I mean, they get down double digits. It's all right. Just keep doing their thing. Tighten up defensively. They started switching on screens in the second half and it made a big difference in defending the three, but they just, they weather the storm and they make it work. And that's, that's the sign of a good basketball team or a great basketball team really, because it's a sport of runs guys. Like you were, you're going to give up an eight Oh run. You're going to, you know, give up some spurts where you look poor for a couple of minutes in the game. That's 
That's just how college basketball works. Watch Gonzaga. Watch Duke. It's the same deal. You don't have to freak out every time they go down, you know, eight points. Because you know that this group is composed enough to figure it out. And we've now seen in, you know, like four of the seven games, them go down, you know, look a little bit rough. And then all of a sudden they just come storming back and completely flip the game wide open. And that's that's what great teams do. I mean, that's not to compare it to the NBA because it's obviously a, a different situation altogether. The game is just so different at that level altogether. But I think of a team like the Golden State Warriors and anytime the Golden State Warriors are down 12, you think they're panicking. Ah, that's three minutes. We'll flip this bad boy. And it, it seems to me like CSU plays with a similar confidence, you know, just a not cockiness, but self-assurance. They believe they're going to win. They trust their teammates. They trust their coaches. This is a really special team. Like every game, I see something that impresses me more than the last one. And it's really hard to temper temper expectations at this point. I mean, now I'm like, man, if they don't make it to the sweet 16, but I know you just got to you got to let the process play out. Obviously, you know, everybody's got to stay healthy. League play is going to be hard. You've got some tough non-conference games coming up. All of that. And and then even if you make the NCAA tournament, even if you're like a 30-win team, so much of it is it's predicated on like your matchups and who you get lined up against. For instance, you know, if you're a nine seed, yeah, it's great. You get to play the eight, nine game and then it's usually a lot of fun. But then if you win, you're facing the one seed in the second round, like that's kind of a crappy draw. Anyways, I'm I'm going way into the weeds here, thinking way too far in advance. But uh, Isaiah Stevens, 20 points, 7 to 13 from the floor in this one. He was awesome down the stretch, really composed, pretty much was able to create whatever type of shot he wanted. I mean, when the three-point shots weren't falling at the same volume, he did a good job of, of getting to the rim and kind of forcing the issue a little bit, had seven free throw attempts in this one. I think that's a big key for CSU in general. I think they're a good three-point shooting team, but their bread and butter is is getting to the hoop. It's, you know, David Roddy, Isaiah Stevens getting the hoop, John Tanjay getting the hoop. They have great guards that can cut. Their, their postmen are, are showing more confidence playing that way. A couple of times now, we've seen Deshaun Thomas put his back to the basket, force his way in. Hasn't really had the touch on some of those, you know, like turnaround hook type shots, you know, down in the post, but it's coming. And same with James Moore's. We're seeing that confidence grow. They just have so many guys that they can trust. I mean, you get 20 points out of Tanjay in this one, 14 of them in the second half. He was seven of eight from the floor, three of three from deep. He is playing so good this year. Like his ability to produce and score points, he's really defending well. Tanjay is killing it, man. I'm any John Tanjay stock that anyone has and they don't want it, send it my way. I want all of it because I'm all in on this, dude. DT as well. I I just like watching these dudes play. But for CSU to, to complete this comeback on a day where you know, it was a relatively quiet game for David Roddy. He did have a double-double, so it's funny to say you know, a quiet game when he had a double-double with 12 points, 10 rebounds. He was 4 of 13 from the floor, 1 of 4 from deep. I, I felt like his frustration was visible at certain points in this game. I think he was getting hacked a lot, and the refs were just kind of letting him play. There was one instance where he went for a monster dunk, and it was contested. The The dunk didn't end up going in. They didn't even call a foul. Roddy hits the ground hard. I was pissed. I was pissed on that one, guys, because 
that's that's just I you're gonna miss some calls over the course of the game. I get that. It's it's not really worth complaining about every single missed call in the game. It's a fast sport. A lot of them are judgment based. Some of it is, you know, players manipulating their bodies and, and fooling the refs. But this was just a case where Rodney went to the hole, gets freaking hammered at the rim, absolutely hammered, hits the ground hard, and they don't call a foul. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck are you looking at? It was as egregious as any missed call that I've seen this year. And you can't have that. People are going to get hurt. You can't reward people for just running. And, and, you know, we see it in the NBA too. Guys now, they don't always necessarily contest it in the air the way this guy did. But if somebody's going to throw down a big dunk, they just kind of slide under them and, you know, try and get in the way. And that goes as a charge half the time. And uh, we just, we got to officiate better. We got to officiate it better. I understand that Roddy's a big dude and, you know, they're going to let people hack him a little bit more. It's kind of like Nikola Jokic on the Nuggets. Like, he's just not going to get every call his way. But when it's that obvious, come on. Come on, guys. We got to be better. Anyways, I'm, I'm getting myself all amped up thinking about that, that non-foul call again. But just a really impressive display of depth from CSU in this one. I really like that they were able to adjust. I, I like that they were able to counter. And I think more than anything, that's what gives me confidence in this team is you you knew that they had the talent. It was just going to be a matter of would they be able to handle the wonkiness of a college basketball season. It tests your discipline repeatedly, you know? Anybody that watches college hoops knows that. It's a weird sport. It's weird. And CSU, you know, you're down three at halftime, go down 10 early in the second half. You're getting absolutely lit up from deep. It would have been really easy to just you know, be shell-shocked, kind of go in the corner, like, all right, it's not our day. No, that's not what this CSU team does. They find a way to win, and they did it again on Saturday. They're 7-0. to They're in a great position. They're going to crack the top 25 if they keep this up. I mean, if they if they beat Arkansas Little Rock and then St. Mary's, I'd imagine that would be enough to get them in the AP poll. We're already seeing them recognized by, you know, some of the better college basketball media outlets in the know. If you you know, follow Heat Check or the Field of 68, both of which I very highly recommend. All of those guys are very in on CSU. Goodman has them as like a top 20 team. So does my buddy Sean Paul. The Rams are, they're starting to catch people's attention and they should because this team is special. It's legitimately special. And I just, I think this is going to be one of the more fun seasons probably in my whole lifetime, any sport. Like that's, that's the type of expectations I have at this point now. I just, I can't get enough of this basketball team. They are so much fun to watch. I hope that every game at Moby is rowdy. It was definitely the smallest student crowd. I get it. It's break. A lot of students still home for Thanksgiving. I understand all of that to the alumni that were there. They were loud. They were rocking. It was a modest crowd, but they were into it. And, and you know, as Medved pointed out, he felt like they made a big difference. And that's, that's the thing about Moby arenas. You really can make a difference with the noise there. Like, I feel like the acoustics in Canvas aren't that great. It just doesn't trap sound very well. Moby, it traps everything. And that place was rocking in the second half. I can't wait to see what it looks like, you know, come February, come March. Anyways, going to play some more post-game audio, play some of the questions that we asked to Nico Medved. The one thing I want to leave you with before we get into that audio, though, is just that this was a big win. 
you know, I've already kind of made this point a little bit, but I want to double down on it. This UNC team, they are a lot better than anybody gives them credit for, but I promise you at the end of the year, this is going to come back and, and look like a pretty good win. And uh, just trust me. Just trust me on this one. You guys don't trust me on everything, but trust me on this one. Let's get to that audio. But real quick, uh, football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. With the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, baby. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can get some skin in the game with the same game parlay. This is where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, I am going to play that audio from Nico Medved, but real quick, I want to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. And I am going with CSU to win the Mountain West Conference. Pretty simple. You can get it at plus 175. I already had it at uh, plus 400. It's, it's, the value is just going to keep dropping, guys. Like CSU is clearly the best team in the Mountain West. San Diego State is struggling. Slow start for Nevada. Utah State looks good. But CSU just kind of appears to be a cut above the rest. Great validation for Ram fans and a great opportunity for CSU fans to potentially cash in, make a little bit of money on this really talented team. And because of that, my DraftKings pick of the week, CSU men's basketball to win the Mountain West Conference. You can still get that at plus 175. I think, you know, by the time these SEC games are done, by the time they get into conference play, you're not even going to be able to get this at plus money. So highly, highly recommend it while you can. Lock it in. DraftKings pick of the week. You mentioned that UNC is a tough cover. Do you feel like a couple months from now, people are going to look back at this win and maybe value it a little bit more than they are coming in just with the talent they have on that roster? Yeah, I mean, that's first of all, that's a team that returns a lot of people. You know, they're a veteran group. Um, I think they're a really good team. I think they can, if they stay healthy, I think they got a chance to contend in their league. They're going to have a great season. It's really hard to compare scores, I think, early in the year, you know, that that way. And um, I think that those last two teams we beat have a chance to have great seasons, you know, and and I think you look at a team like Northeastern, you know, they tied for their league championship last year. They were picked second they think they can win the colonial which is a really good league you know i'm from out i know i coached out there i know um same thing with northern colorado they're a team that can contend in their league and have a chance to win and i agree with you justin i mean at the end of the year i think these are going to be good wins because wins are hard to come by Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.